everybody. Welcome to Vampcast Extra. It is episode 206. Wow. Yep. I'm just continually impressed with the numbers. Continually rising. It's one day I'm, I'm gonna impressed be... that you're continually impressed. Well, I mean, one day I'm going to be like, it's episode 205. I'll be like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. You did no. that. I won't do that to you. Okay. Or any of you. Because I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. <laughs> Fan and of numbers. Back. Yeah. Yeah, um, so this week uh, we had a choice between a Christmas movie or Species 2, and people said we should watch Species 2. Mm. That, was a, so, that was a good uh, call. Yeah, uh, War on Christmas in full swing here on Bamcast Extra. Right. Uh, Species 2, the hot, hotly anticipated sequel to the 1995 banger uh, Species, which, uh, as we determined, was not a good film. But was so dumb, it was kind of enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, Species is one of those weird things that you look back on, you're like, how did they get these people to be in this movie and it turn out okay? Like, yeah, I mean, it's just it's like it's like a movie that no one was asking for. And then it just it it accidentally was okay. <laughs> it's watchable. Yeah, it's like it wasn't answering anything. It wasn't following a trend of any kind. They were yeah. just like, hey, let's do this weird alien sex movie and right. get a bunch of Oscar nominees to be in it. <laughs> well, it's, it's extra weird because like, I mean, the first movie is pretty thirsty. Like, you know, because I mean, it's all yeah. about an alien that wants to fuck. This mm-hmm. movie ups the thirst by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A it lot. It. Everybody. Yeah is thirsty everybody's acting like a 14 year old kid like boy i'm gonna say boy because like everyone has a sex drive i'm not being sexist but (laughs) 14 year old boys have the largest sex drive probably you know of any creature on the planet and everyone's acting like that yeah (laughs) we'll 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 talk about the thirst because it's it's a strange subtext of this movie (laughs) that i don't quite understand but yeah so movie begins in space Mm -hmm. and yeah they they, they didn't get the note that you're supposed to wait till the third one to go to space no, they yeah. well. I, the first one kind of started in space because that's where the message came from. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, it, we're we're space trucking. We got space logos, space sponsors. Well, there it's uh, it's the first mission to Mars. Like the first right. humans are about to land on Mars. That's the yep. that's the setup, mm-hmm. and it's just one guy like down. At, I, I'm pretty sure they use the phrase "limb." I think I'm I heard sure them say did. that, yeah. but it's like that's lunar excursion module. Like, yeah. you wouldn't call that. One guy went down. There, there's like a big, sh- there's like a space shuttle that's hauling cargo. Well, I was just pointing and... out that they're going to Mars and they're calling it a lunar excursion module. Module it should well, be a mem at best, like a Mars excursion module. <laughs> I'm gonna they say did, they right didn't now, get the they mem- did not. Am they, I right? <laughs> they did not uh, uh, polish attention. the details of oh. this film. Um, they didn't cross the D's and. T's yeah. and dot the lowercase J's. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, dude lands on Mars right. to get some dirt. Yep. Uh, Comments about cool. that that's his job. He went to <laughs> Mars to be a ditch digger. And yeah. one of the samples is like smoking on the surface. Not like smoking. a cigarette. I mean, it's just like it's, <laughs> it's hot. It, it's got some extra mist coming off of it. Uh-huh. So it's, it's like got a little, little bonus something. Yeah. But the, um, but the dirt waits for like him to get back to the, you know land back you know dock back and then it's mm-hmm. just like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna bust out of here yeah basically it, it, it was bursts like, out it was, of its container yeah it was frozen i mean that's that's kind of yeah. the conceit is that like now all of a sudden i guess the the species species uh <laughs> uh doesn't like cold because i don't remember that being a thing in the first one but okay i i i'm just gonna go ahead and say that the species lineage doesn't make any sense because okay. in the first one the species is were uh, answering our Voyager probe and sending us their DNA and saying, hey, make us. <laughs> and we were mm-hmm. like, OK, 
Yeah. <laughs> now, species is just goo that lives under the surface of Mars. Well, they, now it's they, explained later, yeah. like the goo ended up there. It's not native to Mars. It, it just there was a civilization on Mars, and the goo ate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and turned then it, just got turned frozen. it into the rocky, dusty planet yeah. it is now. So. Yeah, but. The species are H.R. Giger nightmares, and mm-hmm. this is just goo. This is just sentient goo that is able to travel down the hallway of the space shuttle. And but it's maybe... also the same species as the species because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's yes. put it this way: the female <laughs> of the species is more deadlier than the male. Uh huh. Because of the better first movie is better, and this oh. one's got a guy. Yeah, this one is about a dude. Yeah, yeah cause it's like so. There's there's Astronaut Lady, there's Michael T. Williamson. This is about to be a really weird uh, uh, mention, but uh-huh. some people, I'm sure, have noticed this. Uh, this is basically the Werewolf by Night story from Spider-Man. Because, like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, you substitute um, James Cromwell's senator guy for J. Jonah Jameson, and uh-huh. his son is the astronaut, and he goes to space and, like, gets turned into a werewolf thing. Right thing, you know, like space werewolf, yep. um, but it's just it's real weird because like this is the same thing. Like it's like here's this like all American kid, you know, can do no wrong, and he gets you know speciesed, um, and then his dad James Cromwell's around like ah everything's fine, just go out there and shake hands and shit. I love that James Cromwell won an Oscar for the nicest old man in Babe, and mm-hmm. then before and after has done nothing but play the biggest assholes on the planet. Yeah, because in- like, so that's another weird thing. Right, this movie came out in 1998, so this was yep. post-Babe, this was post-First yep. Contact, this was post-LA Confidential. Yep. Like, you know, and then it's just like, hey, we got James Cromwell and Peter Boyle in a credit in an uncredited role. Like he didn't even want to credit, I guess. Yeah. Because like he had worked with this director before uh, and I guess they were friends or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's also an uncredited Richard Belzer. Right. Yeah. Uh, playing a weird Ronald Reagan president of the United States. That's weird. Even yeah. though later in the senator's office, there's clearly a picture of Bill Clinton on the wall. I don't know what this movie was thinking when they did that. They were just like, hey, we got to get the bells in here, <laughs> tie this into the. Well, it made sense. It made sense, <laughs> the, it made sense the from like a universe. standpoint of like put the, um, you know, put Kennedy on it. Because like, you know, James Cromwell's all about like, yeah, Kennedy, we're carrying his legacy and we just fucking went to Mars and shit. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just take down the Clinton. <laughs> I can just, you know, lean yeah. into we're pretending that Richard fucking Belzer is the president somehow. Right. I know. I, yeah. I don't, he's very clearly doing a Reagan impression, too. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's yeah, it's strange. So but he's doing so, like he's doing like that back to the future 80s restaurant yes, version of Ronald Reagan. The Max Headroom. <laughs> yeah, like doesn't sound anything like actual Ronald Reagan. But like it's, you know, it's it's like the Jack Nicholson impression. It's like most people don't do Jack Nicholson. They just do impressions of people doing Jack Nicholson impressions. Right. Right. You just push your hair back yeah. and go, hey. hey. <laughs> yeah. Nail it. Yeah. Rich it's Little so over here. <laughs> Fucking Fred Travelino over here. Oh, fine. Just take my reference even older. I see. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Already Rich Little is like the (laughs) 80s Carson impersonator, and that's pretty fucking old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Uh, Yeah, so uh, the the goo causes a seven-minute blackout on the space shuttle to where you're like, oh, okay, it infected all of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then they just wake up. They're like, oh, hey, well, that was weird. Anyway, coming home. Yeah, the comms problem anyway. (laughs) All all good now. Heading home. And they get home, and this, I don't know, this seems like, a day later, they're like, hey, we're back. <laughs> and, and so they're going through, like, the post, like, medical check and everything. And they're all just like, man, I got to get out of here and fuck. Yeah. And the doctor's like, uh, no, y'all can't fuck. There's a sexual quarantine. I'm like, wait, 
a sexual quarantine? You mean like they can just go out and do whatever, <laughs> but they quarantine. just can't. <laughs> they just can't fuck. That's yeah. that's what we're going with here, ladies and gentlemen. Sexual quarantine. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. No, it like, doesn't. This makes, it doesn't. They, like, they should why, just like why they're... would they have sexually transmitted diseases from Mars, but nothing else? Because <laughs> Mars needs women. Because <laughs> like the very next day they go to like this this charity benefit thing and are just like. I'm here. I'm breathing on everybody, and and also you know, I want to werewolf point out, by night guy. Look, all right. I I don't know a lot about a lot of things. I've I've admitted this before, but uh, it's, it's true. The 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 two ladies, the sisters that are the first ones to be like, "Hey, astronaut boy, let's fuck." Um, are listed in the credits as debutantes, <laughs> and I'm like, uh-huh. uh, are they look like they're 45? <laughs> like, I mean, doesn't the debutante yeah. title wear off at a certain age? <laughs> I, w- I would think so, yeah. Okay, I mean, that's how they're listed in the credits, is debutante and debutante sister. It's like, mm. uh, all right. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so, um, young astronaut is making out with this one lady, and then they're like, hey, come speak at the thing, so he has to go speak at the thing, mm-hmm. and gives, like, this creepy speech, and everyone's like, yeah! It's, <laughs> it's, it's like this, the creepiest environmentalist speech ever, because yeah. it's just like, so I was sitting out in space, and I was looking at the Earth, and it's blue and white and real fragile, and I was just thinking, like, how easy it'd be un- to undo, like, everything, so <laughs> our next mission should probably be here, and it's like, are you talking about the environment, or the fact that you're going to murder the planet, like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, he then resumes, he goes back up to this lady's room, and she's like, Hey, check this out. My sister's here. We mm-hmm. share everything. I'm like, what fucking penthouse form bullshit is this? <laughs> and so he just uh, species fucks the shit out of them until uh, they just start popping babies. And well, they, they, they're polite. I mean, they're polite sisters. <laughs> they, they're taking their turns. I mean, yes, sure. I mean, they're they're One... debutantes. I guess they were raised with you know sure. mismanners and all that shit. Yes, <laughs> yes. wait your turn. Yes, uh... <laughs> just sit and watch until yes. it's your turn. Yeah, yes. just play, like One... play with yourself gently while I fuck the astronaut. And, yes, you know, and then yes. it's your turn. But yes, while the one while the first the, the listed lady uh, as debutante uh, is uh-huh. like goes in the bathroom for a post-coital uh, feel-up because she's just like, uh-huh. yeah, check out my tits and stuff. And she is, yeah. And then it's just like, holy shit, I'm pregnant immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then holy shit, my stomach is exploding and a thing is popping out of it. Yeah, that's another thing. It's, I, I don't recall the species species bursting out of women's stomachs in the first one, but I guess also we were also following a, a lady species. So she would have been doing the birthing and... Correct, uh, yes. Yeah. No one was putting their species into right. ladies in Into that one. human was, ladies, right, yeah. yeah. Into debutantes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So basically, they both get murdered, and uh, one of them produces a child that he puts in a potato sack and puts in a barn. Oh no, somewhere. he has two. He, they both. He has two kids. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they the, both watch the, Yeah, they, they both had yeah. a kid. That's for sure. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, because he just yeah. has this old murder barn that he just takes all his species kids to, and yeah. is like, "Hey, you live here now with your uh, burlap sack uh, clothes." Yes. Know. Please, sir, yeah. may I have some more species? <laughs> right. So, meanwhile, elsewhere, uh, Marg Helgenberger is back, uh-huh. and she has created another uh, species lady. Uh, we're calling this one Eve. Mm-hmm. It's Natasha Henstridge again, which starts immediately with her nude in a chair wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, but I mean, covering her, you know, her naughty yes. bits. But, you know, right. still, it's just like, yeah, all right, this is why you hire her. So their whole purpose for making her is so that they can test various torture things on her so that if the species ever come back in mass numbers, we will have some sort of bioweapon against them. So they are 
testing chemicals on her and they're like, see, it works. Look at all these gross welts. And then it, she immediately heals and they're like, ah, shit. Yeah, they, they've got uh, George. How do you say his name? Zunda? 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 Yeah. yeah, that guy. You, you recognize him. He's another like, oh, that guy. But he's uh-huh. like the evil general. It's just like, yeah, whatever. It's so weird. Like, he's got a Dr. Evil, like, you know, like he's been <laughs> seen some shit and has a you know, scratch that took out one of his eyes. And he even mentions yeah. like, I would fucking do it again. And he's like painted out like this evil general or colonel guy. But it's like. He has no agenda. It's not like he's like, well, bioweapon. You know, it's not like he's like secretly yeah. like I'm on the bioweapon team and I'm just here to fucking figure out how to control this shit. It's just he's just evil to be evil, like with no agenda. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. weird. <laughs> it's real weird. Because yeah. he even and goes and menaces James Cromwell's senator at one point in time. Yeah, for he does. no reason. And it's just like he, he's in every he's just in a scene to cause confrontation with whatever's actually happening. Right. That That's his main purpose and everything. But so. Oh, also the astronaut lady uh, fucked her husband and a species out too, and and yeah, they they basically like okay, well I guess that's that's that we'll, is later. We'll that, that's later because yeah, that that was like they were already on the case and they were like we right. should go check the astronauts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they've got a rule for Eve, which is basically like the entire team of scientists and guards and everything. They're all female because if she sees a man, she's gonna immediately have to fuck that man. So. She has this entire team of just lady scientists and everything. But the first thing they show her do is watching fucking baseball. And Dukes of Hazard. And I the mean, Dukes of Hazard. And I'm like, yeah. th- what? <laughs> like, I, yeah. Is it like, okay, you're in you're in a glass cage of emotions. But, you know, like, <laughs> if you see a man, you, you're probably not smelling pheromones or anything. But so what's the difference between seeing him outside your glass cage of emotions and seeing him on right. TV is what I, yeah, I think what you were yeah, trying to Yeah, because they to. see... They, they seem to go through this great, like, we're behind eight panes of glass and she right. can't see us because we're dudes. And but, yeah, then she's watching baseball. Um, so meanwhile, OK, so all the astronauts are out in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, the doctor who cleared them, except for sexually, has decided time to test their blood yep. <laughs> and goes to test the main dude's blood. And the vial just kind of knocks itself over and starts to species out. Mm-hmm. Him being a scientist, of course, puts his hand right in it. Yeah. I, I, as I was watching this scene, I was like, did everyone go to Prometheus U? Like, because like, yes. it's just like every fucking scientist. Like, uh, look, I, I got to say, like, the number one thing that will turn me off a movie. And I, you know, I had to kind of reconcile back to Prometheus being OK. You know, like, mm. I mean, yeah, at the time, you know, I was like, OK, this might this movie might be all right. Well, but, because the next one came along and yeah, really made it seem stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, well, there's another one and it's actually got Alien in the title. So maybe that's going to be good. Maybe I need to change my thoughts on Prometheus. But let's face yeah. it, it still sucks. But <laughs> I'm what I was trying to get to is I think one of my biggest pet peeves in movies is making scientists stupid. Like mm-hmm. the world is has convinced itself that that's the case enough that I don't fucking need that in my media ever. It's just like and it's just the laziest thing of like. Hey, I'm doing well, all these things by the book, but let me just touch this bloody goo that I just watched crawl up a wall by itself. It's like the fuck. Like <laughs> the, the problem is, is that you cannot advance a narrative without a stupid scientist. You just can't because you if can. you follow all the procedures, you have to come up with some ridiculous way for it to actually happen. And it's just easier to have him touch the goo. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like there's ways to write this better. 
I mean, like at least like I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it tongue in cheek, like the like the American pickle thing, where it's like, and then he gave a very long explanation that no one questions, <laughs> right. and it, you know, and it's just like, oh, all right, you know, like we're just going with that narrative if it doesn't make any sense that this guy's from Russia but speaks perfect English or whatever, <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. whatever, you know, like it's it, like I said, if you're gonna like do lazy writing, at least like make it fun, you know, not just right. it pisses me off the Prometheus scientist problem, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, huh. yeah. Anyway. But so they find the dock, and the dock has been eaten by the species blood, and so they're like, get Trip Wilson, or wherever the fuck Michael Madsen's name is. <laughs> Press. His name is Press. Press, right. Like, I guess and it's he's Preston, got... maybe, but they just call him Press. Yeah, and but... he's got some dumb company where he's like, I'll protect your embassy for only forty nine ninety five or whatever. And they're like, sir, Press, we need you. Come with us. Michael so... Madsen's Benghazi. <laughs> Anyway, so they bring him in and he interacts with Mark Helgeberger for like half a second. They barely act like they even know each other. Like they don't even acknowledge any of their backstory whatsoever, except he's like, you made another one. Huh? Well, that was fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like, well, well, they, they, how, they go, how, they go, we, they traced his last call and his last call was to the asylum to Peter Boyle. And they're like, so let's go see Peter Boyle. And Peter Boyle's yeah. like, I told him not to go to Mars. Dude, we found fossils and been there in like a millennium. Dude. Yeah. And, but Okay. See, that's the thing because they're like, I don't know what would have killed this guy. Let's trace the phone. And I'm like, dude, the vial had this astronaut's fucking name on it. Maybe start there. Yeah. And they do after they come back, they say it's the astronauts. And then crazy Colonel guys like, that it can't be the X. That it can't be the astronauts. Well, this isn't the fucking X Files. Yeah, dumb well, he, idiots. He knows you got your lead from a guy that's declared legally insane, and that's what you want us to go on. You know, it's like yeah. his argument, and it's like okay. It's but like also what this did you guy bring prob- him in for this guy. Also, probably knows the whole backstory of how they buried this guy so they could go ahead with the mission. Right. You know, he seems like he would probably be in on the know on that. Whatever. Yeah. But again, the whole Peter Boyle thing just seems like they were short ten minutes and had to fill time because. There's no, that investigation is stupid. <laughs> Basically, he's just like, hey, history, like, we found fossils on a sample from Mars, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, we think this alien species was there and sucked the life out of Mars, basically. So, it, and it's possible that it's under the grounds, it's frozen, and biding its time, yeah. and now the, the astronauts got it. And so they're like, well, we gotta go see the astronauts. And yes, okay, so female astronaut has murdered her husband as they walk right. in. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's the first one they get to, I believe. Yeah, they get yes. to her first, and then yes. they try to they try to go to the main dude, uh, Patrick or whatever his name. They try to go to him first, but he's not home or where he was not at home. Be. He was yeah. fucking somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, so they went to this lady, and she's like mid like freaking out, like, "Oh my god, what am I doing?" And I just murdered my husband, and now things are popping out of me. And they just walk in and like freeze everything, and she just it's weird because like. They, they they hit their little freeze ray things on her and she just immediately dies. Like all the other ones are like, no, I don't like the cold. And she's just like, she's just like flatlined immediately. It's like, oh, you... <laughs> This thing that they use is like using a spray bottle on cats. It's just basically like snow. <laughs> no, species, get off the counter. Get, get down, species. <laughs> yeah. So I'm laughing at that every time they come in and just are not shooting anything with a gun. They're just shooting mm-hmm. it with their cold spray. Yeah, and um, it, it doesn't help that like it, it totally looks like a made-up box like it just yeah it just looks it, like yes. we put slap some tinfoil on, a, on a, a a cardboard box and stuck a tube on it you know it's just it like, really does it's yeah. the cheapest looking like i don't know what this is uh but yes they but, but i'm just saying they spray her with the freeze thing and she's just immediately dead i guess husband died from his 10 seconds under the alien thing on his face it killed him so so they're yeah. both dead so they're like let's load them up and you know do some autopsies and shit which just really only serves to produce this like one jump scare where this guy is like 
very carefully sawing open her cranium with the with the uh, bone saw because that ready. is a very lengthy like yeah. let's see what's in her brain yeah. and then they just start bone sawing her head and i'm like okay you can cut anytime yeah and it's well i mean they're just going all the way around he's like okay now i just have to put my fingers underneath your ears and then like just for no reason like goo out of her face goes Bleh! and it's just like all right cool jump scare yeah yeah um, there's also a cat bigger- scare at the end of the movie that i'm just gonna mention what the fuck like no, I just, I, I mean, like, I, I know I'm skipping ahead, but, like, this movie does several, like, dumb scares for no reason things. Like, you know, cat scares, essentially, goo scares, whatever. But there's one yeah. towards the end, like, okay, I know we're skipping the narrative, but, like, Eve tries to save the day and ends up, ends up dying. You know, so, like, the dead Natasha Hintridge corpse is in an ambulance, along with one of the offspring kids just sitting there. Yeah, that's and, the thing. There are three dumb sequel hooks at the end of this right. movie, and they're all so pointless because, like, she's almost dead. Right. They're wheeling her away in an ambulance. A cat fucking jumps out of the ambulance at some point onto her, and well, you're like, I'm saying she's in, she's in the ambulance, like on the road, and the cat yeah. jumps on her stomach, which then you <laughs> yes. know starts to expand. Like, oh no, she's gonna have a species baby. But it's like, the fuck is a cat doing in an ambulance? <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, yeah, there's there's enough people that are allergic to cats that you probably shouldn't have it in an ambulance. I'm just throwing it out there. Also, like up in the rafters of this ambulance is one of the species kids. Just like I'm here, too. It's like pick your sequel hook, whichever one you want, because the last one didn't matter. Fucking rat ate the species and we had a species rat. No, that didn't matter at all. This movie isn't about that at all. No. Anyway, (laughs) I just like I said, while I'm talking about dumb jump scares, it's like the cat thing. I was just like, fuck you. Like I was already, you know, off board this movie by that point. There were a couple little moments that would like hook me back in for a second where I'd laugh or like be otherwise entertained. But like by that point, I was just like, the fuck is a cat doing in an ambulance? Like, (laughs) So they go get Michael T. Williamson, who is also just in pure baby, we need to fuck mode. And they interrupt him pre-coitus. <laughs> it's, it's weird because like three other times before this, like they have basically said that like, okay, this is the end of their sexual quarantine, sexual quarantine. Yeah. Uh, so that's why Lady Astronaut is about to fuck her husband and he's about to fuck whoever he's found. But it's like he's been on three other dates where he's like, I'm going to fuck you. And it's mm-hmm. like, did you not? fuck then or like yeah <laughs> but he gets all the way to his boat and like you know and then there's just like fbi guys like you've got to right. come with this and, and it's just it's a bunch of like the stupid like we're not going to tell you why we're doing whatever thing for yeah. no reason like it like it, okay yeah, they, they don't tell him what's going on for the longest time it's it's it's, uh, it's dumb because okay all right if you suspect that he's been species up telling the evil thing that we're on to your evil plan and we're capturing yeah. you is not going to hurt anything. And if he's right. off board, then you're just, you're going to like deescalate the situation and he's not going to about to like try to punch somebody in the face for detaining him. You know? So <laughs> it's just, right. it's, it's real dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. But, anyway. but basically he's clear. He doesn't have the species in him because he carries the sickle cell trait in his DNA. He's not, he doesn't have sickle cell, but racist it, fucking it's, screenwriter. it's like the one <laughs> continuity thing from the first film, yeah, which is, is basically the species can detect some sort of abnormality and then just wants nothing to do with you. Because at one point he goes up to Eve's cage because now it's fine. All the dudes can hang out and it, and she's just like, ew, no, I don't want anything to do with you. And he's like, is, is this bit racist? <laughs> but then well, it turns I, out no, that's she... one of the little things like he's he's adding things to scenes that are making them more entertaining in bad scenes. Like he's doing little yeah. sides and stuff. And like, he, yes, he, they're doing this weird like prison, 
you know, even him are doing this weird prison love thing on, on the glass. So he's like putting his hand up and she's like, oh, I've never yeah. like it's it's weird because they're acting like they just plucked her out of the I don't know what a human is, despite the <laughs> fact that she's been around for a while and watching TV. But she's doing the like, do I put my hand here? Oh, you moved over here. Let me put my hand over here like a yeah. like a three year old or something. And then <laughs> right. like, you know, she's just like, mm, no, I can smell the possible sickle cell on you. And then yeah. he just like he like first he smells his hand. He walks away. It smells <laughs> <dark. It's> like <laughs> I just like it's like it's little things like he's adding to scenes that it would otherwise yes. just be. He's extra bad. trying his best right. to make things work. Michael Madsen will also throw in a couple things. There are going to be two things that I think are, again, Michael Madsen specials and not something that was scripted because they cut away so fast from them. Um, so basically, the other astronaut is just fucking everything he can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, like they've, gone... sh- they've shown his murder barn and it's like he's got like 12 kids in there at this yes. point. They've, they've yes. shown him like, all right, here's here's. Just from a filmmaking perspective, this is where I thought this is where the movie started to lose me. Besides all the dumb Promethean scientists and all this stuff, it's like I could not figure out because like, okay, also on possibly on sexual quarantine day being over, he's with his wife, who's Sarah Winter from 24. (laughs) I was just like, oh, Uh hey, but um, anyway, it's like there's this weird scene where it's like he's with her. And of course, like, you know, some species shit happens and she gets murdered and, you know, makes a species baby. But it's like it's all kind of like cut away from it so fast because next thing you know, he's like at this weird like horror resort. Like it's like a campground for horrors. Like it's well, even before that, he so he has realized that he's a species monster and goes out on his porch to blow his head off. Yes. Um. And this Michael is after T, he, after he wait, killed his own wife and like, you know, there's yes. a kid there. He woke up and was like, oh, God, my wife's dead. And right. Yeah. So he's going outside with a shotgun to blow his head off. And Michael T. Williamson rolls up like, uh, and then he does. He literally murders himself. Mm-hmm. And then there's this weird swooshy 360 swirly shot of his head CG rebuilding itself. And then basically from that point on, his humanity is gone. He's more species than dude because he's no longer acting like. I, I got to yeah. stop this. It's yeah. just I need to fuck. So he goes to like this trailer park where you just drive through and each but I'm saying it's like an old campground. Like, I mean, they're yeah. like they're like camp cabins, like, you know, like basically big enough for a bed. And that's it. Right. I mean, they're like those little, you know, like camp cabins. You know, like, yes. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Those little do, tiny yeah. ass things. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like it's weird because like there's a. You know, it is like run like a motel because there's a creepy old dude up front who's just like charging the money or whatever, but he just goes to whatever shack. And then it's just implied that, okay, I guess he fucked and, you know, made a species baby with this one because the next thing he's at like uh, a strip club. Well, now, wait, well, wait at- hold on. Because before that, Michael Matson and crew show up at this place to question oh, right. him because there's a goo body in this, in the, one of the cabins. Sure. Yes, yes, yes. And the proprietor of this place is not acting. Like, he gives a shit about this. He's just like, oh, I can't tell anything about the guy. You know, you, you, they come and they go. Ha, ha, ha. And Michael Vance goes, yeah, they come and they go, huh? And just takes his wheelchair. This dude's in a wheelchair. And he just says, they come and they go. And he pushes him down the hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> was established no two seconds earlier. <laughs> it was established two seconds earlier that the guy could stand. You know, like, it wasn't. A, yes. But so, I mean, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the dude could just easily stepped out of the wheelchair, I guess. But you know, like, <laughs> Michael Madsen just yeets this man yes. down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So they have. So their plan is okay. We're gonna take Eve and we're gonna stimulate the species part of. Oh wait, her. wait, wait! I want hold on. I want to talk about like the, where I thought like the movie went non-linear for a second because. All right, so he that's the problem is like he also has a type because like all three of these women kind of look like his wife. 
like yeah. the, the the prostitute he finds at the campgrounds. Then he goes to uh, you know a, a strip club and like picks up a lady with a hundred dollar bill and it's applied. But then like I'm almost positive like again it couldn't might not have been I didn't like you know DVD zoom in but it's like it looks like he's carrying the body of his dead wife to the murder barn. But I guess it's the stripper. I guess they just I think looked... it's a, yeah, it's implied it's the stripper, but it could have been his wife because I mean, because the other problem is like all the all the species kids look the same too. They all have yes. the same bowl haircut, freckle face, you know, like and wearing burlap sacks. So like he's got one of the species kids with him, and I'm like, is that the one that was in his house? Like, are we doing nonlinear storytelling? But then I was like, then my brain was going, no, the FBI has already been there and found his dead wife, right? I I don't know, but yeah. yeah. I, I, at this point, I questioned you. I was like, I can't tell if this movie's doing nonlinear <laughs> storytelling or just really bad editing. I think it's just bad editing. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know where he's getting all these burlap sacks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's um, a good question, I guess. Yeah. So the, the the good guy's plan is to stimulate the species part of Natasha Henstridge to make her more species and have her telepathically connect with the dude. It basically turns her into Forrest Whitaker because... She then is strapped to a table, getting electrocuted, and having to explain exactly where Patrick mm-hmm. is at all times. And yes. it's very simple, stupid things, like he's in the parking lot of a grocery store. or it, th- That's how they got to the... the that's how they got to the, the, the camp, and then that's how they get to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's just giving basic-ass directions. Um, so... Yeah, but this this all culminates with like you know they they're in the area they they've got to the grocery store where he is just trying to pick up a random lady like he's literally standing by his box of cornflakes or whatever like his you know his astronaut flakes or whatever space flakes space flakes okay <laughs> you know and like just standing there going hey it's it's me and like, it's me <laughs> and there's like a super hot lady for at a convenience store or a grocery store yeah. you know like they're just like ooh you know <laughs> that, that's the thing about this movie it's just like. This lady is hot enough that it's like she should never have this reaction of like, hey, a guy wants me. It's like, aren't you totally used to that? <laughs> like yeah. everywhere you go and maybe you're a little burned out that that's all the way people see you. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but, but I was just saying like it's it's one of those dumb things where it's just like, here's a super, super hot lady. She's like, oh, you looking at me, astronaut boy? You know, and it's just like they go out to a van and it's it does this dumb thing where basically he's raping her and they go to this other van and it's just two kids you know, t- teenagers fucking in a van and, and Michael Madsen's like, why don't you get a room or something? But that's, we're skipping past the best, possibly the best part of this entire movie is we inside are. is inside the grocery store. But like, it's this whole, he gets away yet again. No, he doesn't. Because at the end, he just gets out of his van and is like, hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. <laughs> but and they're like, down on the ground. But, oh, because the reason <laughs> was, is, yeah, I was going to say, let's finish the narrative. Like she's, you know, you know, become an oracle, a species oracle, and can right. see what he's seeing. But and she's like aisle one. He's on aisle one, aisle two. Now he's now he's over by the cereal. But then I guess <laughs> it's implied that she's like getting some vibes back of like, oh yeah, this guy would be the perfect guy to fuck because she's they, they all stimulate she, her too much, and yeah. she starts having HR Giger dreams and right. is and like, so she oh. looks so she looks over at a sign of like, hey, this is where I am. Come find yeah. me, basically. And so yeah. like that's where this guy's just like, hey, capture me and take me to the place where she is because that's right. what I gotta fuck. Um, and yeah. so like, you know, lady gets away, I guess, mostly safely. And then, you know, but the funny thing that happens in the grocery store is like when they're chasing Patrick through the grocery store, yep. they, they round a corner and there is a old ass stock man just like putting stuff on a shelf. And Michael Madsen like bowls into him. It's him and, and Michael T. Williamson like basically yeah. bowl into him and like knock him over. And rather than like, oh, hey, sorry, man. Michael Madsen brandishes his gun and goes, where's the goddamn cereal? <laughs> 
<laughs> literally pulls his gun and threatens the stockman. But with that says, line, it's so good. Yeah. Like I my stopped friends and, and I yeah. My friends and I said that to each other for like a straight year. <laughs> Where's the goddamn We bumped into sir? anything. Where's the goddamn sir? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's easily the best part of this entire movie. It is absolutely the best part of the movie. Yeah. Um and that's sad. <laughs> yeah. But they find the serial, I guess, but uh <laughs> <laughs> He fixes the cable. Yeah, he fixes, fixes the cable. <laughs> but the, anyway, like the guy basically turns himself in. He's basically like, Hey, get out of here, lady, and then just steps out of the van like, What? You know, yeah. and just like does oh, this hey, like hey, yeah, take me in. Like, that's cool. You can check yeah. me out and everything. And basically And so they're like, Okay, we'll take you in. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they basically do. They're like, Okay, here, and he goes in and like he goes over to the window and and, and she's I don't like, know. let me out, let me out, let me out, gotta fuck. And then he's yeah. like, like, no, we're not not going to do that. And she's like, oh, I'm sad now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, how does he eventually, like, leave? He runs out of there. He knocks he over see. some people. And yeah. It's it's real bad. It's is it, he, it, it was her like she she rips the uh, emergency button out of the console I think when she escapes. But like because there's like right. this big red button of like hit that and all the doors close and everything. And not only does she well, just also not, she's got like a neurotoxin in her thing. And if like after five seconds if you don't hit that button it immediately murders oh, her. Right. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm just saying so it's, it's funny because she's just like instead of just like let me punch the console or whatever she like you know uh, sub zeros this thing out of like with all the wires and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a sub zero fatality in case you were That's... curious he rips the entire head and the spine out <laughs> yeah just explaining myself because sometimes i know it makes sense in my head <laughs> yeah um long story short they both escape and they uh-huh. both end back up at the they've gone back to this house which as it turns out is james cromwell's wife's house that is in her maiden name but she's dead mm-hmm. and no one knows about this place that's why no one's been able to find the barn full of kids right and james cromwell's like son i love you and he's like okay species hug yeah let's, let's then... hug it out and then it's like yeah uh, sorry it's, it's not like, cool right. of me to puncture you but it's about to happen yeah so thanks for showing up james cromwell yeah that'll <laughs> you do, contributed babe. really nothing to this film <laughs> that'll do um y- yeah um so I man, just everybody shows up at this place, mm-hmm. and the species people are like, "We're gonna species fuck." Yeah, they're and species. all the kids have well, turned. It's, into it's weird because like all the kids are in like another room that's apparently soundproof because they're just in there like you know frost blasting all the kids' eggs. You know, or they're not kids anymore. It's the it's the chrysalis phase that Michelle Williams right. did in the first one, where it's like, "Hey, yeah. I'm 12 and now I'm 23 or whatever the fuck." Yeah, it is, you know, like, they've all turned into these pulsating sacks, right. which. You know, yeah. kids. but it's like so they're uh, <laughs> they're just in there frost blasting those things while they're in like their own cocoon in the other room, like H.R. Geeger fucking. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, the nipple tongues and all that weird bullshit oh, yeah, starts yeah. up again, and things uh, that are not appropriate for H.R. <laughs> yeah, not safe for work. Yeah. Um. It's, oh man. Yeah. They I, get I, in there. Yeah. I, and... uh, basically, they're like, "Hey, Eve, help us!" And she like, like. Produces she launches these, spikes out of her back. Yeah, and, and stab this dude like that saves him for a second, but then he's just like, Oh yeah, well tentacle dick down your throat and now you choke on that and she's dead. And yeah. then they just like Michael Manson's got the stupidest gun in this too. It's got like three <laughs> laser sights on it. Like yes. it, it's 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 the dumbest goddamn thing. Like I think it's just Mark a Mark Hugenberger even makes fun of him at one point for it. She's like, that's the stupidest gun. <laughs> I th- I think like it has so much shit on it. I think it was just a 1911, like a 45, like an old ass normal gun. But it's yeah. like it has like an undersight laser. It has this like <laughs> you know fucking flashlight laser on top of it, and it's just like what the fuck is that? But. 
anyway, so like they, they shoot this thing a lot, and then uh, well, Mike, he has Mike... turned into a species beast. He's a right. four legged like wolf monster, right? Um, Werewolf so... by night, huh? Am I right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're yeah. right. But uh, uh, yeah, so like he basically, like at the last second, like Michael T. Williamson's like, "Hey, my blood, use it, kill him," because like that that was the, they. I don't think we even said they basically were like. They have this revelation of like, oh, yeah, they didn't take you because you're a potential carrier for a disease and they don't know how to handle that. So why don't we just like turn our own diseases on them? Because that's the fucking plot of every sci fi thing ever. That's how you kill aliens is with our diseases. So, yeah. Yeah. So they take some of his blood and that's what they're also spray like the cold spray also has his blood in it. So they're not Mm -hmm. just like freezing the the kid pods. They are actually killing them. Okay. Um, But yeah, he ends up like having to stick him with a pitchfork in the barn. He's like, use my blood. He's like, okay. He's like, all right, let me get. He's also been walking around with a machete, by the way. He's like, I'm going to fuck these things up. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's like, use my blood. So (laughs) Michael Patson just goes and gets a pitchfork. Stabs and him and rips his leg open. Yeah, and then just hucks the pitchfork at the species thing, which is about to. You know, Mark Helgenberger in this movie is like weirdly attracted to Eve. Like, there's this weird sympathy thing where it's just like, yeah. okay, like, all right, I I get the Florence Nightingale syndrome or whatever. You know, like, you know, I I am in charge of my months and therefore responsible for this thing. But your fucking job is like giving it boils and shit every day and not Peter boils, yeah. but like, you know, like actual boils. <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean, it's like they're they're constantly like injecting her or spraying her with some shit, like putting her in extreme pain. And she's like, hey, I'm real sorry. Anyway, you want to watch the Duke's Hazard together? And it's just like, it's, what it's the, the same Ben Kings, Kingsley thing I, from the first one. Where is he it was... though? Because like, you know, Ben Kingsley like had that like, well, I mean, probably because it's Ben Kingsley, but he has that look of like deep down inside. I'm, I'm evil. You know, like, like sure. I, I might have a little like surface level compassion, but deep down inside, I've got motives. <laughs> right. Know. Yes. That's what I get from Gandhi all the yeah. time. Well, I mean, OK, one exception <laughs> in his career. Otherwise, <laughs> the man has generally been known for playing bad guys, much like James right. Cromwell. Yes. Uh, but anyway, I'm just saying, like, it's real weird because she's over like, I can't believe you killed Eve. And of course, like, you know, Patrick werewolf guy is like trying to murder him. And that's when they huck a. Well, pitchfork at him, and then he's just a like bloody oh, sickle I, cell I, pitchfork yeah. at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he melts or something. I don't know. It, it's a weird mix of a practical effect and CG that just mm-hmm. everything's super blurry because, of course, you know CG of the era was like you got to layer it on top of things, and it just anytime you're you know CG effect incoming here here it is right yeah. Um, but yeah, and then that's when they do the dumb like. Okay, yeah. Yeah, let's we're just wrapping load, up the action load, movie load everything up so we can do and, yeah. studies and shit. And yeah. somewhere, and like, there was, this, the... there was this weird, like, they're doing this weird full-body pan-up Natasha Henstridge while she's species out and dead. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, hey, you know, like, we're going to, you know, <laughs> when we pass her vaginal area, she's going to be all geegered up. And then, like, by yeah. the time we get to her tits, like, you're going to get a few more seconds. Because also, it should be noted only because of the proximity to the first movie. As you said, she determined she was a real actress between this one and the or the first one and this one so like her yeah. her nudity is very minimal in this it is there i mean it's not like zero nudity it's, from natasha history it's just like it's certainly it's, there but it's not just like yeah. they've got her in the cage and not giving her a shirt right, right <laughs> which yeah. they could have done yeah absolutely i mean you know but it's just pointing that out that like you know sure it's 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 kind of another failing of this movie of like I think that's why a lot of people tune into the first one and you've removed that now and you've just like turned this into the, uh, you know, a generic ass sci-fi thing where it's like, well, I'll I'll say this. There's a lot of tits otherwise, but yeah. Yes. Natasha Henstridge has an amazing set of boobs. That's just, well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't want to be like 
whatever. I, yeah, I mean, yes, I'm not saying, like, this is what you're known for, take your top off. I'm right. just saying, ma'am, you are a physical specimen, right. and it is nice to look at you. But, so, what they've done is they've replaced that with a, like, salad bar of boobs, basically, <laughs> throughout the film mm -hmm. um, that you can occasionally enjoy before they get bloody and babies pop out of them. Right. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, it, like I said, I mean, nothing wrong with it, but it's like. You you were nature gifted you one of the best bodies that has ever been made, Natasha Enstridge, and mm -hmm. it's just a real shame that you're like, bah, no, I'm a yeah, uh, no, and it's like your gift was there for like ten years, you know, like just truly in I its get prime. It. You know? I understand like, yeah, it. I, get I it. mean, yeah, respect. I, but, I totally, know, like, yeah, absolutely, the craft, all of that. However, I I think like if if I had a body that was worth showing off and mm -hmm. didn't do it in my twenties. And I was in film. I would have been like, fuck. Yeah. I've made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. I've made a horrible mistake. Yeah. Yes. Because I could have shared this with the world. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean, there's, cause there's really nothing sadder than like it happening after the fact, like, you know, Meg Ryan, yeah. Molly Ringwald stuff. You know, where it's just like, yeah, I mean, not bad, but like, you know, damn, like, 20 years ago, like, this would have been a lot better, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah I'm just it's... pointing out examples of like where they were like, damn, I should have done nudity. And it's just like, okay. Anyway, but yeah. it, whatever. I mean, it's just, she's of that because she's also like not that great an actress. I mean, let's be honest. It's like, she's fine. She's, she's totally she's fine. She's okay. It's just like, that's not why you got famous, unfortunately. You know, <laughs> like, it's some like, people have only one or two gifts and, right. you know, aren't the total package. And, right. I, you know, I'm sure she's a nice lady. I, yeah. No, <laughs> no, this is not meant to be like mean or anything. It's just like you, you think about, uh, Lenita Quigley. It's like, she got it. You know, she was gifted this perfect thing. And it was like, I'm going to share it as much as humanly possible. And then even more so. You know? Boy, did she. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, yeah. Yes. Again, not trying to be sexist. Right, right. Just saying that, you know, my God, you are a physical specimen. Yeah. And that should be, you, you're a Greek goddess. You should, mm -hmm. you should be shared with the world. Yes. It is a mistake to cover that up. But <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So but then, hey, basically, hey, the first, yeah, the, the three first movie still exists. So you know, over. just saying. Yes, the the three, yeah, the three sequel baits, and it's basically over. Right. Uh, I've not seen Species over. Three, so I have no idea if any of those are picked up on. So, I I think this is the end of any known people, right? I mean, like from going forward, it's all straight to video, like no more anybody, right? Or is uh, come three back? was a yeah three was like a straight to video sequel, and I think four is like a sci fi channel movie. I want to say Natasha Henstridge is in the third one briefly. Okay. I could be wrong, but uh, Michael Madsen yeah. surprisingly was like, nah, <laughs> no more of this. I will just linger in movies that are even worse than this. I don't know. Maybe the producers were like, get out of here. <laughs> Perhaps he was like, he's like, I've done my best work in the where's the goddamn serial line. And I should never try to top that. You know, maybe in, in this. It, it, you know. That does. Yeah. So Species 3 was five years later. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Natasha Henstridge is in it. Okay. That's it. I mean, that's it in terms of like, I don't even recognize any of these other people. <laughs> hmm. So. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, like I said, just looking at, looking at her career, it's, it's real weird because it's like, at some point she probably... I mean, I, I I don't know at what point she did, but because I'm sure she returned to like, oh, yeah, nudity, that's what's going to get me work. But um, like, it's just weird looking at her filmography because it's like 
you were never like, you know, you never had that like, oh, I'm real close movie. You know, like it's like now I'm in a real movie with a real director. It's like after this, you were in fucking like Ghost of Mars and the both the whole yards movies or whatever. You know, it's just yeah, like, I was going to say like the whole nine yards was close. That movie probably I think people thought might have been something that was going to I mean, it got a sequel. So sure, I guess. But uh, but so did species. Yeah, <laughs> got three, I think, or four. I don't know. But, but yeah, you know, like she, I said, she was on it, She Spies, which was a show that was a thing for like three years. So, yeah, I just, like I said, looking at her filmography, it's just like, well, you never really had that like thing where it's like, oh, I've tasted the you know real Hollywood life and I don't have to do this shit anymore because you know, yeah, like, she I just mean, went right back to bullshit sci-fi, you know, genre picture stuff. You know, I, I mean, she's shows. got seventy-five credits. Yeah, but the biggest thing on her list is Species. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks like a whole lot of TV shows, like one episode, you know, like sure. show up, you know, and so that, yeah. that definitely pads your old resume. And she was in Adrenaline Fear the Rush, which I know we watched. I don't remember jack shit about is, that movie. Is that the <laughs> fucking guy that we're not supposed to watch? Albert Pune, yeah. yeah. Pune. I couldn't, it's been long enough I forgot his goddamn name. Yeah. Pune, Pune, Pune. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just not one title on here that's bigger than Species. I yeah. mean, it gave her a career. Sure. She yeah. She continued to work, but she never had a bigger hit. Right. Not even accidentally, like she wasn't even like a supporting character in something else, but she had a career. She yeah. continues to get hired to do things and good for her. Yeah, I mean, just like to me, I, this is nothing wrong. I've just always like looked at her at the same level as like the lady that was in the Terminator 3 or whatever. Where it's like, oh, you found yeah. an attractive lady who doesn't have to speak a lot. OK, you know, like that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess we have to read it now. Yeah. Um, mm. three bags it's in all the ways that the first one was bad in a good way this is bad in a bad way this yeah. is just i i also got to the point where i did not care like i was just it was on and i was looking at it but i was paying no attention to it it just it's it's a mess it's just a junky mess and with everyone being so goddamn thirsty throughout this whole thing it was just like i can't believe this is the best concept we come up with is just aliens arrive and they want to fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, it seems like that should be a Skinamax movie and not a major motion picture from MG fucking M. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And like, that's what's so weird about this is because I don't even think I, I, I probably can't even remember half the things that while I was watching the movie, I was like, what the fuck? Like scientists, you know, just like <laughs> maybe do a little like foresight, you know, just yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like little things like when people broke out of things or like, you know, things weren't contained properly. And I was just like, really? Like, I mean, the lack of quarantine on the astronauts for one, you know, it's just like, yeah, go out and do whatever you want. Just don't stick your dick or, you know, have a dick stick stuck in you or whatever you like. I mean, you know, like, but yeah, it's just that like other than the that. Dumbest do, quarantine. I don't yeah. understand it. <laughs> like between that and then, yeah, like dude, just like, oh, this blood moved on its own. Let me stick my fingers in it. That'll work out. Right. And, um, you know, or like the fact that like. You know, okay, so you, I don't think we even mentioned it, but like to to amplify the alien half of Eve, they stuck her, I believe, in the Psychotron, I believe was the name of the fucking thing that they named. <laughs> they name dropped and said several times where it was like, really? I think it was the Cyclotron. Okay, but... Cyclotron, whatever. Still, it sounds like a fucking carnival ride, but you know, it it's just like, and okay, so you've stuck her in here knowing what it does and like you, you've been here, you know, you've had this a distant relative break out of the same kind of facility before quite easily. Maybe put the lady that's on the kill switch button 
on the fucking kill switch button, not 10 feet away from it. Like, you know, I'm just saying, like, the, se- the second it, yeah. you, like, turn on the Psychotron or whatever the fuck it is, like, somebody should probably be, like, within a couple centimeters of the kill switch button at all yeah. times, you know, or yeah. maybe make it portable. I just, like, anyway, it's just, like, there's, like, there's so many little things like that. And I'm watching this movie, and I'm just like, fuck you. Just, like, the first movie had it, too, but I think, I think there's something about the first movie where it's just all so it all seemed so candidly inept where it was just like, yeah, no, actually, you know, well, like the first one almost feels realistic because you're like, I've had a little bit of dealings with government agencies. This is probably how this shit actually is. It's like, everyone's just pretending like they know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> you well, know? when you accept the premise of the first film, which is right. that aliens sent us their DNA and said, make us. And sure. we said, okay, yeah. um, you're just along for the ride at that point. Right. This one is like, Hey, remember that first movie? What if we did it again? And you're like, you were stupid fucking scientists. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you need to be extra on guard because you don't remember what happened three years ago right yeah like i said it's just little things like where the lady's like get to the kill switch and she's like oh what you know, like, like, i'm supposed to be manning that womaning that yes <laughs> yeah but i mean it's just it's like i said there's so much dumb in this movie that i'm actually only gonna give it too bad <laughs> it's a higher rating than yours because the, some of the dumb actually entertained me <laughs> like I'm, I'm not gonna lie there were several things like okay the other thing that the, the second best thing that happens in this movie besides Michael Madsen knocking over the stock man is at the yeah. very end, you know, Michael, <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael T. Williamson, who's been the thirstiest motherfucker in this movie besides the aliens, yes, he has. besides the aliens that like their single purpose is to fuck. He has right. been the, the thirstiest human, like constantly cock blocked by NASA and everybody else. <laughs> Hasn't you know been stabbed in the pit by in the leg with a pitchfork? So he's being oh, wheeled, right, yeah. he's being wheeled into a chopper by dudes. And he's like, oh, real nice of y'all to all show up after we done all the alien killing. I've been killing aliens all day. And then there's this like super hot nurse lady that's like about to tend to him, who literally hasn't put his head in her lap. Yeah, and, and gives and, him a, a head massage while. He- Yes, and the the thing that really like okay, that's all funny and stuff. That it's like, all right, yeah. here, you know, here's your hot army lady here. But like, it's oh, it's yeah. the shot like right after that when like Mark Helgenberger <laughs> and Michael Madsen are on the ground, and he gives a fucking thumbs up from her lap as the yeah. helicopter's rising up, and I was just like, beautiful, yep, <laughs> beautiful. I love it. They, they and then the cat gave him a lady. <laughs> then the cat scare happened, and I was just like, fuck you again. So, but yeah, so this movies are roller coaster. So yeah, two bags. But yeah, yeah couple things are really almost make it worth watching whereas the goddamn serial is it has some highlights but the yeah. problem is that the Everything majority of the movie that. is just so incredibly stupid yeah just it 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 can't overcome like you can't just go all right i'm on board this is silly because also i think the violence in it is excessive mm-hmm um, and and not just in like a horror movie kind of way. It's just like, no, you were going to look at this. This lady is going to get ripped open. This head is going to get st- st- bone sawed off and you're going to love it. And I'm like, that's not why I'm here. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm here for tits and mild giggering. <laughs> like, yeah. That's why I yeah, come to just, a species. Yeah. Just show me the weird shit. Not the like, yeah. hey, check out our weird body horror bullshit. You know, yeah. it's it's a weird it's a weird balance. And this movie's just way off. And the weird thing is, is that I remember um a bunch of the the gore scenes went on even longer because I remember their deleted scenes on the disc where it's mm. like, good lord, just <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad you cut it where you did because this is just <laughs> you were just I don't know what audience you're going for, but yeah, it's weird. I don't know. The other the other the other thing, like I said, if I'm I'm piling on things that annoy me, 
they they never figure out what mental acuity Eve is throughout this entire movie. Yeah, like they, they show her like watching baseball, like I like baseball. And then like the next second, it's like she's having an intellectual conversation with uh, Mark Helgenberger. And yeah. this next second, it's like it's just she's painting her toenails and dressed like a 13 year old. It's just like, yes, what time to put on makeup? And, yeah, it's, and it's, it's over boys. I, and... Like, I don't understand what her where her, where she is. <laughs> and I love hate the detail that they ADR'd into this movie when she escapes because she just steals a Hummer and drives off mm-hmm. and off camera, Michael Madsen's like, how'd you learn how to fucking drive? And Mark Helgenberger says she loves the Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, her favorite show is the Dukes of Hazzard. And he's like, well, that's just fucking great. Yep. I'm like, okay, so you saw a plot hole and you were like, well, let's explain that with some Dukes of Hazzard footage. <laughs> it is a little lame that like they, somebody was going through this movie when it was all assembled and was like, hey, that's a plot hole. And then like missed the 87 other ones. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wait, we need to explain this. Yeah, like, how would you know how to drive a car? <laughs> which to be fair in my head but i've been doing this for everything i was like how the fuck would she know how to drive a car and then michael Boxer, oh, she's driving around to drive a car give me some cocaine you know? yeah <laughs> but, but yeah i was just like i don't yeah, yeah. I, somewhere in my head i was like thinking the same thing and but you know I, i've been doing it for everything else of like where did she get why'd you give her nail polish like why is exactly. she getting why is she getting gussied up why does she have a baseball i mean baseball's dangerous and then she uses it as, as a weapon and i'm like yeah. Well, Why they, are you they, in there with but her? But they gave her a second baseball because she crushed the one baseball. <laughs> yeah, she They're did. like, well, you could crush a baseball with your bare hands, so here, have another one. <laughs> oh, you've ruined that one. Yeah. Here, here you go. Yeah. It was signed by some lady named Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, scientifically speaking, this movie has some questionable material. Yeah, <laughs> Let's I, just I say that. Now so, that I've referenced uh, like every movie that's ever been made that isn't Species Two, when adding huh. in the Sandlot, I think I probably should end the episode. <laughs> I, I don't think I can do anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So hey, thanks for uh, skipping the Christmas movie and deciding we should watch Species <laughs> Two. Yep. Uh, what a delightful film for the for the season. Yeah. Uh, You're killing us, Falls. Uh, You're killing us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, each week you can go to patreon.com slash bmfcast there's a poll uh, that you can vote in and choose the movie that we watch uh, you do not have to be a paying member currently to vote uh, we've made that free for the time being until we can get Prime back up and running um, so there's no excuse you have no excuse not to vote right um, so we've got another hot poll this week <laughs> is, there, is there a north poll in this poll again <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to tell you, like, if, if you know, I'm counting down the days. If this doesn't get voted on, I'm watching Christmas Chronicles two on my own. That's just that's, happened. That's in the poll this week. I so. didn't think these words would be coming out of my mouth, but I like that first fucking movie. <laughs> like, oh well, and, and don't worry, thing, we're going to watch it before Christmas, no matter what. Well, <laughs> I, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's me, like, in cutesy, especially Christmas movies. I'm usually like. You know, just like get that shit away from me. But I fucking want to watch this. Like Kurt Russell as Santa Claus was awesome, and I want more of it. Yes. So don't worry, we right. we will do that. Okay. I I promise. That is my Christmas promise. Thanks <laughs> to you. Um, Patreon.com/slash/bmfcast is where you go. Uh, you can donate or not. It's up to you. But it is the season, so mm-hmm. uh, consider maybe a dollar uh, if you want entertainment. I mean, you know, it's it's not a gift. It's it's a it's a goods and services. It's a purchase. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, this is an exchange. You, you, yeah. Why why get... do you why do you hate uh you know? <laughs> I was gonna try to take it a whole other level. Like, why do you hate capitalism, man? What's wrong with you, you cocky well, bastards? Like, 
no, well, let's talk about it. No. <laughs> um, anyway, so any thank you guys for listening, donating, voting, all the things that you guys do. Uh, we appreciate you each and every time uh, we sit down to record one of these. Uh, and we will be back next week with another one that you chose. And until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra Out. <laughs>